again, from a leadership perspective, not so much from a women's leadership perspective, but just leadership in general, it's how do we manage with empathy through this? And then I think of it kind of almost in stages of how do we ensure that we continue to deliver? How as leaders do we look up out of the crisis and say, what is it that needs to change for the future? Now, you know, how can we be fit for the future and what's the opportunity here? This is Crisis Cast 2020 with me, Toby Goodman, a podcast where I get timely wisdom from experts in life and business. These guests will answer my five questions, sharing wisdom and insights to help you and me get through this global shitstorm. Today on Crisis Cast 2020, a Brit escapes Manhattan at the peak of the pandemic, drives 13 hours and self-isolates with her kids in an Airbnb. Despite all of this, Helen Appleby continues to lead and is starting to think seriously about how she will continue to fly the flag for the female workforce, as data shows this crisis will disproportionately and negatively affect women. Sitting on a box in an unfurnished house in South Carolina, I give you the wisdom from an always lovely, very wise and grateful Helen Appleby. Before we start the show, I have something for you if you identify as pod curious. It's perfect for you if you're an expert, consultant or business owner. Maybe you're wondering if podcasting is worth the effort, especially now, or perhaps you've tried podcasting in the past but have been disappointed with the results. In this free guide, Podstar, I'll share the exact seven steps we use to help publish over 2,000 podcasts each month. To get instant access, go to podcastnetworksolutions.com. Helen Appleby, thank you very much for joining me on Crisis Cast 2020. Morning, Toby. Great to be here. Great. Well, it's it's the afternoon here, but let's let's go. Um, <laughs> now, look, we've been talking the last few weeks. Um, there was one point a couple of weeks ago, I'm going to say, where we were we were due to have a chat about work, and you didn't show up, and I was a little bit worried. And eventually, yeah. you answered a text, and you said. You told me you were okay, but that is the preface to my question that I've been asking everyone. What has your experience been so far of the pandemic and what's going on? Where were you? Where are you now? All of that stuff. Oh, goodness. So um, I'm fortunate enough um, to live in the heart of New York City, right at Columbus Circle and uh, love it. Really, really love that location, except I don't know that I entirely knew or you know, I guess I would have thought it was an advantage that our front door of the apartment building is 150 yards from the, the entrance to accident and emergency, or ER as we call it over here, um, of Mount Sinai West. So, you know, there's lots of doctors in the building uh, who live in our building. And uh, yeah, so I guess as New York has increasingly shut down over the last few weeks, it, it did get a little exciting. And then... Um, once you realize, though, that, you know, there's a ton of people in the building that actually have it and walking in through reception and having it smelling like bleach every day. Um, and, you know, a thousand square feet, because obviously the kids have finished university, they get sent home, they sent back, got sent back home. We managed to get Alex out of the UK and back to America before the flights were stopped. So it was a little exciting. And then, you know, with three of us then in a thousand square feet of apartment with the the rest of the facilities closed, it it got a little cozy. Um, So anyway, we were lucky enough that we had somewhere else to to go to. So uh, we drove out of New York and uh, came down to South Carolina 
and spent two weeks in an Airbnb, very conscious of our New York number plates or license plates. Um, so we were very careful to socially isolate for two weeks. And, uh, and now we're safely here in, uh, in Charleston in South Carolina. Um, but also really conscious of, you know, the privilege that we have. Apparently the Upper East Side in New York is deserted now, right? This, this crisis really shows, doesn't it, that how, how a crisis magnifies inequalities. And so, you know, we're lucky. We're lucky that we had a car and we could get out and we did have somewhere else that we could go. But many people don't, you know, and many people are still left in New York with the bleach in, you know, in reception or without it, which I guess is worse. Yeah. And, you know, battling it every day or, you know, sat in their apartments trying to stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously great that you got out. There, there seemed to be a kind of a week where New York was it seemed to be ahead of London in, in a, by about a week in certain ways, like Broadway closed before our West End theatres closed, those kind of landmark things. And then you were talking about um, the kids being sent home from uni. And how, how close was all of that together? Because it seemed like, you know, one minute we were just doing our normal uh, work together and the next minute it was like, oh, she, she's disappeared. And then the next, the next minute after that, you're telling me about... Uh, an epic road trip that you've just made. Yeah. I don't know how close that was. Don't you find what I'm really experiencing right now is that time is very bendy. (laughs) And so there, there are certain things that, you know, you think, wow, that was just the other day, or I don't know. I find it really difficult to remember, you know, when did we leave New York and when did that close? And when did this close? And, you know, two weeks, like a week at the moment just feels like a month, doesn't it? And a month feels like a year. And, you know, thinking back to, you know, when we went to restaurants, you know, the good old days, that was fun, wasn't it? (laughs) And that was a month ago. It's crazy. And, you know, here we are coming into, you know, the peak in New York and, you know, not not far from the peak in the UK, hopefully. Yeah. You know, a month ago, life was normal. So, I don't know. Time is just weird at the moment, Toby. Think yeah. day by day, one day at a time, as my dad yeah. used to say. So you've got, you get down to South Carolina where you have a place and I'm looking at you in this new place with no furniture because that's how new it is. <laughs> but you, but you hadn't, you hadn't exchanged your contracts by the time <laughs> you got there. So it was, so you, in a way you had somewhere to go because you were able to pay for somewhere to go and you knew that. Yeah, we went to an house. Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but you had, That's you, right. But I mean moving in the middle of this, you know, has had its own challenges of, you know, home inspections and getting people in to unpack and, you know, being able to pack and crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But, you know, again, first world problems, right? You know, yeah. I'm lucky that I'm a coach and that, you know, my clients have pretty seamlessly shifted to being coached on Zoom. And, you know, I mean, I don't know, I'm not sure about business development. And, you know, as this kind of public health crisis turns into an economic crisis, it's going to be a whole different set of challenges, isn't it? But yeah. for now, you know, my business could seamlessly migrate to Zoom. And actually, to be honest, you know, clients that maybe would have resisted it in the past, oh, no, no, you know, we prefer that you come to our office. Now, obviously, you know, have left New York and are quite happy to be on Zoom. So, you know, in some ways, it's made it's made my life easier from a, a work 
perspective in the short term. Um, yeah. But, you yeah, know, we'll see as it unfolds. Um, it'll, it's going to change, I'm sure. And what do you think... Um... What do you think the human race is going to do to to get through this on a, on a global standpoint without thinking necessarily about business? Are there going to be changes in behaviour that you see um, that that we see? What what's your take on all of that? Is your question what's going to be on the other side of it, or how are we going to get through yeah, it? Yeah, I, sp- I suppose a bit of I suppose a bit of both. I suppose in the short term. You know, you're like you say, you're one of the lucky ones. I consider myself to be lucky as well. How do you think people are going to get through it um, who maybe aren't as fortunate? What, what's I'm your not take sure on I that? I can speak on behalf of them, Toby. I mean, I guess one day at a time, and you know, from a kind of public health perspective, you know, everyone's working really hard and industry's working with the government. It's got a kind of, you know, Dunkirk spirit to it, hasn't it? Of how <laughs> yeah. do we get testing and, you know, how do we find an exit strategy from this? at a government level you know what will be the way to get people back to work and then you know it'll be so interesting to see won't it what's the other side of this you know and how how what we never go back to you know what has changed forever and um you know like for instance you know employers experience of remote working um and how that might you know and how video conferencing and will become, I've no doubt, a bigger part of our lives and then the impact that that then has on the travel industry and the hotel industry. Mm. Um, and, you know, will any of us ever get on a cruise ship again? <laughs> didn't, we, didn't we just learn that they were floating Petri dishes? Yeah. But I don't know, you know, and also people have short memories, don't they? I mean, I guess, you know, post 9-11, I remember thinking, wow, no one's going to live in a high rise again. <laughs> And, you know, here I am on the, living on the 21st floor. So, yeah, and people will forget. I guess, I guess, you know, I think I said at the beginning that, um, you know, a crisis magnifies inequalities. You know, with what I do in work, yeah. uh, you know, for my work and my focus on, um, on women in the workplace, you know, where I'm watching and what I'm concerned about is, you know, this crisis had, will dis, is you know disproportionately affecting women because they're more likely to be child carers. They're more likely to be, and or they're more likely to be carers. To be honest, if you think about it, in this crisis, who needs looking after? You know, sick people, old people, and children. And you know, school and childcare is the way that dual career couples can exist, right? And and our childcare, as you know, all too well. You know, our childcare has been taken away. And then you're into another whole conversation of then how do we navigate this as a couple? Um, And what's the deal that we do there? And that burden disproportionately falls on women, right? They're more likely to work part-time. They're more like they're 90% of single mothers. um, And, you know, they're 41% are the sole or primary breadwinner in the UK, but that means 60% aren't. So, you know, some of this comes down to a, you know, a harsh economic decision of who's going to stay home. So, you know, I've already seen clients, you know, reducing their hours so that they can cope, um, having to take time off because, you know, their husbands can't. Um, and, the data also shows that in an economic downturn, women are more likely to be cut than men. So, you know, in a way, it, from a, you know, an equality point of view, this is kind of like a retreat back to the 1950s, isn't it? Um, 
if we're not careful. So, you know, and not to mention domestic violence is on the rise. Um, so yeah, I'm very, very concerned about the impact of this specifically on women. But obviously, you know, and all of that, you know, disproportionately affects women of colour um, as even more. So um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just been really fascinating speaking with you over the last few weeks, speaking with my other clients in other countries away from the UK. You and I have this thing where obviously we're both from pretty much within five miles of, yeah, of, down of each the road. other. We're, we're both, <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're there. So it, for, for me, it's been fascinating just listening to your take on on what's going on, not just because of what is actually going on in, in the States, in New York, but also where you're getting your information from, you know, the news sources, we're, we're kind of weaned on on whatever comes out of the BBC as being an absolute truth and, and, and what's happening, obviously. And I don't really want to get into political discussion, but there's, there's so much of, of, like, the messaging is, you know, coming from where it's coming from, the, the, the presidents and the prime ministers and stuff. And that really does affect people's perception of what's happening versus maybe what is happening and again no conspiracy theory or anything like that but just just fascinating to have uh, a friend and a client who's who's from where i'm from but experiencing it in a, in a different place mm. does that make sense like it's it's so it's i think it's actually really helped me to to know that you're from where i'm from but you're you're getting this other other info so um, i still listen to the bbc though <laughs> of course well of course you do well. I mean, it's in your blood <laughs> it's in your blood <laughs> yes. um uh and as, as you say you know your your whole thing the unwritten rules uh women's leadership you really do fly the flag for um female equality in the workplace and you're right, you're clearly right to be concerned about it. Clearly, it's a time for leadership and you are, yes. uh, you are a great leader of, of, of women and, and you basically have dedicated your life to serving women and, and helping, them, helping them climb the career, career ladder at at least the same pace as, as men and in, and in some ways faster, especially if they're actually better at, at the job. Um, so do you have thoughts, are you starting to have thoughts about how you can specifically approach um, how you're working with women on, on the other side of this as they, as they come to you, as they realize that perhaps they've been not just overlooked for promotion because that's what happens to women, but because they've been cut first because of the pandemic and stuff like that. It'll be interesting to see, right? Right now, we're still in the middle of it. So, you know, my, my conversations with clients are around how they lead and uh, you know, how they step forward, how they lead with empathy, um, how they bring people together um, to get through this. Because, you know, this is... It, what's been really helpful for me is to understand that this is in many ways a grief journey. Um, and so how they lead through their own grief journey and their own challenges and lead their teams. Um, and then going forward, you know, let's see. I mean, you know, one of the, if we do end up working remotely more often, I think that will have advantages and disadvantages for women in general. Um, advantages because, you know, it'll give them more flexibility, which is fantastic. And, you know, we'll all spend less time commuting, which is not a great use of our lives. Um, but I think in, the, in a new era of um, more remote working, the, the visibility issues that many women have. Um, so as you, as you know, one of my um, big unwritten rules is 
there's visible work and invisible work and we only get judged on our visible work i think in an in an age of in a new age of more remote working that will penalize women even more so how you stay visible and how you get the credit that you deserve and get seen and heard appropriately i think will be you know, potentially even more challenging so yeah there'll be advantages and disadvantages right there which you know will lead through <laughs> um yeah yeah and imagine you'll be thinking quite hard about how to make that invisible work visible and and how to help your clients um put without going down a too businessy route put those systems in place so that they can they can prove that they were doing the work despite the fact that they were at home with their kid in the other room or whatever it might be right so there are there are certain things that um i know that you you've thought a lot about and you've written a lot about and you speak a lot about about how how women can can show unequivocally unequivocally how well um how how they're doing their work right yeah and how you continue to educate on that right Uh, but you know the reality toby for many women right now is (laughs) it makes me smile you know when people say oh you know working from home you know william shakespeare and isaac newton did their best work when they worked from home and like, you know, that is just, that's just so not my clients' lives right now. You know, they're not writing King Lear, I can tell you, right? You know, you and Sarah are not <laughs> doing your best work, right? William Shakespeare and Isaac Newton didn't have childcare issues. And, you know, it's the reality is yeah. it's going to be more challenging. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm playing Uno and, um, you know, trying to run a business between yeah. playing Uno and Scrabble and chess. Yeah. I think everyone's doing that. So I feel all right about it. <laughs> like, that's a good thing. Like part of me, I'm like, am I, am I skiving? No, I'm not. I'm doing what every single other person who's working from home with two kids is doing, which is trying to keep them entertained, trying to explain why they can't go to soft play, even though, you know, or go to a park. Like we work, yeah. we work real heartbreaking moment, just walking down the road passing the local playground and it was empty and the sun's out and they're like can we go in there I'm like no that is you know that is hard it's kind of i think the six-year-old gets it three-year-old really didn't get it you know just mm. cried and you're like well of course he's crying like it's impossible to explain what's mm. happening and so, you know the other thing is <laughs> with the the wisdom that comes from having older kids toby they won't remember they'll barely remember you know yeah. and you know, is there an opportunity to create new rituals? And, you know, maybe what they'll remember when they look back on this time is, you know, how much Uno they played. Yeah. So, you know, how we lead, how we lead at home is yeah. important too, isn't it? Because, you know, they'll write the story that, you know, that we help them write. So yeah. how you can create new rituals and, you know, how you can, what was it? Somebody said, you know, never waste the opportunity of a good crisis. <laughs> because, you know, as leaders in this, you know, we get to create how much remote working there will be. And, you know, and some of the things and beyond, you know, much beyond remote working, but, you know, some of how we run our companies and some of the, the rules that we work with, you know, the stuff that would have been unthinkable a month ago is now possible, which is crazy. And, yeah. you know, and a huge opportunity as leaders. Yeah. Amen to that. I'm, I'm definitely... After a couple of days of really freaking out about it, just just really seeing the opportunity in an ethical way, continuing yeah. to ask myself questions about how I can serve people, how I can continue yeah. to do good work. Yeah. And the reality is for you and me, nothing's really changed. You know, we were already hip to this. 
um, but actually when, certain, certain when, clients. Yeah, and I think, has it, I mean, a lot has changed and nothing's changed, right? Yeah. Because, you know, we're all going through this shock and awe and grief journey, but, you know, coming out the other side, there'll be opportunities right there. And it's, you know, again, from a leadership perspective, not so much from a women's leadership perspective, but just leadership in general, yeah. it's, you know, how do we manage with empathy through this? And then, you know, if I think of it kind of almost in three stages of how do we ensure that we continue to deliver? And then how as leaders do we look up out of the crisis and say, what is it that needs to change for the future? Now, you know, how can we be fit for the future? And, you know, what's the opportunity here? And, you know, those stages kind of need to come in the right order, don't they? Because if you bring that stuff too early, then it's very jarring. I know you and I have both had the experience, haven't we, of being kind of pitched to online when you're still grieving. I mean, it's just so distasteful, isn't it? But, you know, as leaders, you know, leading our teams, we need to be looking ahead too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, timing. Timing is everything, as they say. Um, so I, I know you're busy. I know you're. Uh, you've got an empty, brand new house to fill with furniture that you're wait. You're waiting for. Are you waiting for stuff? You don't Always. know. No one knows it's going to come. <laughs> Always. So, <you're>, yeah. <laughs> so this is some um, some very nice looking glamping. That, that I'm witnessing. That's our, that is our expression, glamping. It's, it's, um, it's very, very good. Um, so, uh, and that is a first world problem and, and you, look, yeah. uh, you look well and you look like you're super grateful that you've managed to um, get, out of, get out of New York and I'm, I'm stunned that you're in a building full of doctors and right where you were and, and that I haven't heard you cough yet and I hope I never Jesus do. Christ. So... Um, <laughs> So um, I'm really happy and, and I know you're busy. So I just want to ask you one more question, um, which is of all the things you've seen, considering you are where you're from, you're, you're, you're from the UK, you live in New York, you've done a crazy road trip. What's impressed you? What have you seen um, that surprised or impressed you since this has all happened that you think will be a memory going forward that, that, that you'll perhaps treasure? Oh, treasure. Maybe you won't treasure it, but something that, that um, stuck out from all of that stuff you've done. I think, so it's not a treasure one. Um, hopefully we'll treasure glamping, <laughs> the experience Defin- of it. You, defi- you definitely <laughs> you know, will. We have desks and <laughs> somewhere to sit in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sat, by the way, on a cardboard box right now. <laughs> Respects. Um, um, but what has impressed me, to be honest, and again, without getting political, I think governments have struggled with this and struggled with um, the policy part of this public health crisis. And I think what I, and it's not universal, it's not companies in general, but some companies, right? I think a lot of the leadership through this crisis has come from companies. And so, you know, obviously they've had a lot of help in the, they've had more help in the UK than they've had in the US, but just, you know, I've been really impressed with somehow companies have, how some companies have stepped up and you know been very clear. I don't know J.P. Morgan, for instance, saying that they're not going to cut anyone's job this year. I think American Express have said the same, um, just to give their teams some breathing room. And it's not a guarantee forever, but you know, and the ability to work remotely. Um, I think they've just been 
leading maybe in the in the absence of clear guidance you know from the government and so that's been good um so yeah. you know most of my clients are are doing doing really well and navigating the change um positively but like i said you know we are privileged and you know so are the people that i'm lucky to get to work with so um um, but it it uh, it has been good to see. It's been good to see some really good examples of leadership in business. Yeah, I think uh, over here I was there was this kind of thing where uh, the government said don't 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 go to restaurants, don't go to theatres. But he didn't actually close them, for example, you know. And then a couple of days later, he did close them. But it was interesting in those two days, um, which restaurateurs, which which. which um, companies decided to close the restaurants of their own volition right and and i couldn't believe i was like wow mcdonald's has just closed including yeah. drive-throughs which you thought we thought oh well the, at least the drive-throughs will be open if we're really desperate and then suddenly the drive-throughs closed you know and i'm not someone who frequents them too much but i was kind of just thinking of of like where are we going to get our food and stuff but then they they closed that stuff and and in hindsight really 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 That's great courageous movie. leadership isn't it yeah yeah because I mean, God, imagine how much that would have stung their bottom line. But you're gonna, when they come back, people are gonna flock back, right? Um, and that's always my advice to leaders: is right. What people remember now is how you led. Yeah. Um, what yeah. I remember after this. Yeah. Well, Helen, thank you. I hope you've um, you found it reasonably pleasurable. <laughs> always a pleasure talking to you, Toby. Well, well, I will. I'll talk to you in our normal um, positioning later on in the week. Good luck yes, the it'll be back to uh, back to normal business and <laughs> podcasting and <laughs> finishing my book and <laughs> yeah. yes, all that stuff's going on in the background, isn't it? And we'll be back. Good, excellent. We will. Congrats Lovely on the, uh, the new house. Thank all right, you. lots Speak of love. This episode of Crisis Cast 2020 was produced by me in London and Kate Astrakhan in Michigan, with artwork by Ryan Field and sound design by Lee Turner. Crisis Cast 2020 is a production from Podcast Network Solutions, a full-service podcast production company who are ready to help you plan, record, produce, and promote your message with podcasting. To find out more and grab your copy of Podstar if you're feeling Pod curious, visit us at podcastnetworksolutions.com. <laughs> <laughs>